time on Geek Force. The squad examines CinemaCon and all the things that happen. People getting served papers for not showing up to court. Avatar the Way of the Water. Jurassic Park, Roll Dominion. What's next? Where are we going to cover? Find out today, now, on Geek Force. Welcome to Geek Force, the show where pop culture rules all. I'm your host, Kat. With me today is the awesome G-Squad of Marlon, Ray, and Amy. Welcome back, you guys, to a brand new episode. How's everyone doing? How's everyone feeling? Hello. Good. Stardate. May 8th, 2022. You don't know the start date. You are not NPR. Stop it. The start date. May 8th, 2022. Co-captain Eming is once again insubordinate. There is no co-captain. We'll have to put no into the airlock and jettison into uh, Wookiee airspace. Uh, oh, he's mixing up <laughs> fandoms, though. You're going to people off with that. Probably. Most Commander Skywalker, help me out. <laughs> That's how you piss people off. <laughs> Combine all the stars, all the, the space I tried to do that as a kid just to see how mad people would get. People get mad about that. But, That's fine. Uh, yeah. Welcome back, you guys. We have a lot of wonderful things. Mm-hmm, um, just mm-hmm. FYI, we are not going to talk about Doctor Strange 2. Uh, we are going to wait for that. So stay tuned for that. I know there are people probably no, like, no. y'all, you're going to just, just give us some time. Give us some patience. We want to respect the band. One week. No, no, no. People we were spoiling it the night it came out. I just, I just can't do that. I'm not that kind of fan, but people are gonna talk so we here gonna respect y'all to just go out see it enjoy it we'll we'll get back to y'all soon about it but um we do have a marvel feature uh moon knight so moon knight finally ended it's been a long six weeks um we have pretty much all felt lukewarm about this show so this ending though um Stuff happened. A lot of stuff happened. Um, I don't even know how to go about about it. Um, not about it. What are your guys' thoughts on the finale of Moon Knight? Yeah, I mean, I <laughs> here's the thing. There are of course so so many notes for this show, and what's interesting is that like it looks like it's somewhat okay. I mean, getting re- re- getting critic scores definitely, you know sometimes not all the way accurate so right now on Rotten Tomatoes is like at an 87% from critics and at a 92 from the audience um, I do think that there definitely were this felt like it was like a full six episode uh, prequel before we dive into actual Moon Knight so it felt like they were just really trying to establish this very long backstory as a foundation for maybe another season uh, and I think the last episode for me, I think really kind of solidified, oh, this is all this first season is just them getting everyone up to speed with this character before they do something else with them. Because that last episode was surprising the way they chose to, to do a lot of things. Um, but yeah, I mean, it has a good foundation. I just think it just was had a lot of trouble with the writing. And ultimately, if they do come back for season two, hopefully they get a bit more uh, grounded in an idea of what they're doing. But I, I, like as of now, most of the cast has said no one said anything about season two just yet. And with most of these Marvel projects, they tell us right away, hey, they're coming back for season two. This one's kind of like, cool, it's over. 
I mean, there wasn't even a whole like, right. hey, uh, Moon Knight will see you in something of something later. Moon Knight will be back soon. Exactly. It was <laughs> there like, was no nope. end text. Yeah, it's like, yo, nope, this is over. This is like, you you get one like post-credit scene and great, we're done with this now. Um, I mean, they got it on the board. I mean, they checked off a pretty difficult character to do and put a little tick mark there and maybe they'll do another one season run. But yeah, it, just, it was, it wasn't bad. Uh, but it wasn't memorable. I think it was it was a very – it was a so-so show. I wouldn't say it was like the Thor D- Dark Worlds so far of the Disney Plus uh, shows. That's fair. But That's fair. It definitely, I think, has, has like given <laughs> us like a metric of like from WandaVision to Moon Knight to kind of measure where some of these shows are, are, are going to fall, I think. I think that's a good way of saying like – is the show going to be WandaVision or is it going to be Moon Knight? I think that's our new metric of how to measure uh, future Marvel shows from now uh, on. It sounds like y'all just both said really nice ways of saying it sucked. Um, so uh, just, just say it for you. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I mean, no, I was waiting for you to say something right and then I was going to come in and be like, this show was awful. But no, you go first. Uh, I mean... That's why I had to be like, like, let me get in here first before you just start. But you literally I asked you, Ray, do you like this movie the minute it ended? The, you're right. Yeah. But the it's just funny how you describe that as the new metric is WandaVision to Moon Knight. Like you, what else are you? It's it was bad. Um, I think I only really liked the 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 lore building episodes. Um, some of them, fr- some of that part frustrated mm-hmm. me also. But uh, that's just my favorite part of any storytelling medium. So I, of course, I really liked the episode where he was uh, meeting the Egyptian god of. Uh, of the sands and all that stuff. Like all of that was real fun. Um, and I liked that uh, they had fun with that ending. There was a lot of stuff happening. Uh, I think I was happy that Layla got to do something cool. Um, and I re- mm-hmm. like, it, it does feel like they want to do more with that universe. And I think they could, it's funny how the biggest problem was they tried, they skipped the origin story and that's what everybody was telling People don't, we don't keep needing origin stories, but actually Moon Knight ended up feeling like a character that if we had gotten an origin story episode one or two, we probably all would have liked it better because it was hard to follow otherwise. Mm. Um, so it's just kind of funny how that happens in this case. Uh, but yeah, uh, mm-hmm. it probably is the worst Disney Plus show. There's some stuff you'll probably like, but. <laughs> Uh, there's some things that are so cool. Wait, question, question. So you think, so you think this was worse than uh, uh, um, the Falcon and Winter Soldier? It's funny because I had forgotten about that one until yes. today, uh, and only because I was looking mm-hmm. up stuff again about uh, Young Avengers, and I forgot they had shown, I forgot mm-hmm. they were going to use Patriot, who was in that show. I actually forgot about that show, but yeah. uh, but yes, um, I think it's worse than Falcon and Order Soldier, but that's also half cheating because uh, that show had established characters. It didn't have to do as much work to like get us mm-hmm. intrigued into that show, and also uh, I'm going to mm-hmm. be uh, I'm going to be a little nice to Falcon and the Winter Soldier because that show got messed up because of the pandemic. Um, 
so I, I think that's the other reason why I ha- mm. kind of have to like I kind of have to put Moon Knight there because they Moon Knight looked like it had all the chance to be what it wanted to be. Instead, Falcon and the Winter Soldier got like snipped at the end of its foot at the end of it. So it's just kind of sad. Uh, but anyway, mm-hmm. Moon Knight. That's they true because of the delays the and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you mean? Do you have any nice words to sh- say about this show? <laughs> I like just nice words. Layla becoming an avatar. Yeah, that was fun. That was just really cool to watch. Yeah. The Scarlet Scarab. I liked that was her. Fun. I mean, How she- many Egyptian superheroes do you know? So that that was mm. like nice. Yeah, it was nice. And I, I enjoyed girl. that. Are you an Egyptian Are you superhero? superhero? Such, like a Such a Wonder Woman. Such a Wonder Woman moment. <laughs> but she kind of looked like looked like Wonder Woman too. With the, I was like, wait, <laughs> she outdid Wonder Woman. I'm sure Woman it was definitely in, in intentional. Seconds. Definitely the same vein, I think. <laughs> but I don't know. It was. It was. I feel like they had a lot of good elements going for them. They just didn't execute it right. Um, and I exactly. feel like the story could have been tighter, and they could have just more focused and i mean as someone who's not very familiar with moon knight it was interesting but it wasn't like i wasn't like blown away because they cut all the parts that i wanted to see (laughs) yeah i want to see him go crazy like you know that there are certain films or things that marvel has done that you know you're just like why couldn't you be like this why couldn't you do this why no but why but why but why um and so it was just kind of like, oh, okay. I mean, you. Tr- I guess because it's Disney Plus, I understand what? it. I guess you're still struggling to like find. You're like, can we? Can we really go out hard with a show and like show like someone get getting their head smacked off? Like, hmm, mm, we don't know yet. <laughs> right. You're muted, like Marlon. What did they really show it though, or was it more or less just cut, or it was just kind of like, oh, yep, I got that, that was chopped off. There was like. Hardly any blood cut. at all. It was like this was Kevin Feige's quote unquote game changer show that was gonna be raw and and bloody and gory, and it was. I think out of all, we got maybe one episode of a pool of blood. Finally, it was sad. And that was the last episode. It's like, <laughs> oh, there's that pool of blood we were talking about. Oh, it's gritty, it's gory. Look at that pool of blood. I'm pretty sure <laughs> it's like five yards. But look at it. It's like <laughs> pretty sure Falcon, and, not Falcon and Winter Soldier, uh, but also Falcon and Winter Soldier had more blood than the show. It almost it felt like I might Someone be exaggerating in the head, and I was like, whoa, I, I might be exaggerating. <laughs> well, I, don't know. I think. There was that one episode where like it got really violent. I think like I think they I think they at least had one way more adult-ish episode than I think people were expecting. But I do think that yeah, like I agree. I think yeah, it was just um this interesting project. And I think we kind of alluded that it was trying to build to a twist or something big, and of course they did. You know, the whole time, if you're not familiar with the character, you're like, oh cool, he's got his two personas, you know, he's He's got us Mark and he's got us Steven. And I think like Ray said, like had we gotten maybe episode three and four a backstory, that would have been like us getting a lot more uh, connected to the character as opposed to like waiting to the final episode and like a half to be like, oh, here's all the like the really interesting and intriguing stuff about this character. And you just gonna watch it, and now it's like fast forward and get to the end of it. Had we been allowed to sit in that, like we were with um, when we finally got to his backstory, I think that would have been a lot more impactful for us caring for this character later on. Like we, of course, loved their dynamic, but 
that whole backstory episode was the strongest out of all six episodes and it took place all in flashbacks and i think it was like shelved to the very end which was a disservice to the character because had we gotten that earlier we would have had maybe a bit more attachment to it we already liked the characters but like having that backstory i think really highlighted uh i think just the symbiotic nature of the altars in a way that made it all make sense like before that time, we were thinking, oh, cool, he has a personality because of the power. And like, it was just kind of a thing that they just did back and forth. But having the breakdown of like, hey, each of my personalities I thought of in a moment of childhood trauma that I used to like protect my psyche was just devastating. Mm-hmm. And also the eluding that, hey, can't you most likely, and then this might be spoiler, uh, Kanchu most likely killed his younger brother in order to break his mind because in that flashback when he's going to the cave he steps on like an eagle mouth like a full bird skull on the ground outside of the cave mm-hmm. and, like, and I think it definitely alludes that Kanchu is like we of course know to not trust him but this adds a whole other level of like ominous nature to their partnership that could have been another like really strong beat that we could have been exposed to and i think just getting that so late in the game is like oh i wish i got that sooner because it all leads to that final moment of like hey you're gonna relinquish mark and steven from this contract and oh surprise surprise you didn't mention that he personally knows the third altar who is his hitman, who he and him have a very close relationship to. Uh, And I think that would have been a lot cooler. But again, I think this whole series definitely gave the, we don't know if we're getting another one of these. So we're going to throw everything out there. It's going to be a little like buckshotty, but this might be all we get. So here we go. I will say... Just just so we can throw some positivity into this. I, I, the, the thing I like about this show is that it wasn't connected with the M- MCU at all. It stood mm-hmm. out on its own very, very well. You know, and, you know, on on the on the Internet, people are even like wondering if this is even in the same, you know, dimension as ours. Like it might be in a whole nother one because it was just set up to be just on its own that. It we're just literally focused on him. We're not focusing on any other outside stuff. Like I was waiting for them to mention Thanos. Didn't even get that. The, and I was the like, only the okay, only mention was we are, uh, we're, we are in- it was Black Panther. Uh, they mentioned the ancestral plane mm-hmm. uh, in that fifth episode. I think. Bust. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That was yeah, the yeah. only connection they made. I She's think like, one thanks. of the very few. That's true. That's the only other thing. But then that's like mm-hmm. that's that's true. By the same time, it's like afterlife stuff. So I don't know how that works. <laughs> yeah, I I had one question about this. So if mm-hmm. he is Jewish, mm-hmm. why is he going to the Egyptian afterlife? I think how does he's that got work? Tied up with Khonshu. I think maybe is that's that why. Is that the reason? Because <laughs> that just think, seems weird to I mean, me. That's like, a good question, you're though. Jewish. Because like they're also probably alluding that also. Hey, there's only one real religion, and it's. Uh, <laughs> It's our religion. Also, so, yes. yes, you are a Jewish man, but you're going to this Egyptian heaven. I was just wondering, I'm like, wait, he's Jewish. Why is he? Did the Jewish people build the pyramids? That 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 reasons it, right? Uh, 
Uh, that's what that's what Prince of that's what Prince of Egypt taught me. Slavery. I mean, it could also be a whole thing of like, again. Like I feel like th- that definitely is something I would agree. Like hey, that was a that was a choice they made of like, great, we're only going to depict this version. And I'm I'm truly thinking it's because he tied yeah, his soul I think so to Kong. She would hitch his like like ship to his. Okay. I think so too. I guess that makes sense. Sort I of. mean, that's a heavy influence for you to to like. This was the right one. You're all wrong. <laughs> but that is a good question of like, that is the way. Like, when you're an avatar, you have no choice. You go you're going way. here. Right. You have no choice. Regardless you tied your of soul your own beliefs. Okay. sucks, in my opinion, um, but whatever. Yeah. Definitely like that. I mean, Oscar Isaac, I kept calling this the Oscar Isaac show because every scene, he, he was just, I mean, giving the writing was very, to me, very weak. He was. He was keep he was keeping my attention like he he had my attention. He was the reason I kept watching because there were certain episodes where I was like I don't know if I could keep watching the show, mm. but because I, Oscar Isaac was just so good in his characters, I just had to keep watching and I cared about him. I don't know about the characters in the show, but I cared about the actor that I wanted to see. How's the show going to end? You know, I really like Layla because. She, of course, you know, she's the very strong female type, but I didn't know, like, around episode, I think, six, when they were in the tomb, I didn't know if if she was really going to try to be the, like, she was going to be the next Moon Knight. It was very iffy. I was like, is she going to really do this or is she not? But I'm glad she didn't. But at the same time, I'm wondering what happened if she did. I don't know. Um, Because of how uh, Mark died and stuff. Um, I still, Mm. I still the horror thing i just i just didn't get it at all and like why i just had so many whys and just how that was set up in a kaiju fight which was surprising for marvel like power rangers what is this a kaiju fight grow my monsters Rangers, we need you. We 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 <laughs> were ending on a Power Ranger fight, and then when Jake came kind out, of. it was just a blinding of light, and they're like, "Did that you do that?" Was I was so risk. mad. I was like, "That definitely was a risk." I don't think they should have, t- have taken to like have the final boss fight be something we like. I'm sorry, the first like initial like mini boss fight with this character with him and Harrow that they've been like hyping up for so long, and to just skip it was like that. that was a risk i don't think worked out because i was like wait did he wait why did they fast forward this part like i get that you want to make again this other ultra be extra scary but like you just fully took like the reins of the show and said you don't need to see any of that we're just going to get right to the good stuff we're going to skip this get right to, to we're going to skip the fun fight and go right to some dialogue we could have at least gotten a look at how this Alter's costume maybe looks different, or how their mannerisms are. The violence would have finally appeared, or something. I don't yeah. know. And they've like, already and they've already teased this a while ago. So you thought they would at least pay it forward in this moment because they've already teased that. Oh, whenever there's this like a big scene of blood, it's this specific altar. Uh, and to be like, great, we're not going to pay that forward at all to show you what this fight looks like and just like put it at the very end where great he just gets shot in the face in the back of a limo like oh you godfather style that would have been cool to have seen (laughs) why did he wear the hat too i'm just like he's a chauffeur yes there there's a reason why jake was locked up the way he was in that asylum world dream thingy 
And like that was the clue. Like it wasn't like, oh, he couldn't get out. No, he was locked the fuck up because <laughs> that is why. And the fact that um, even if you never you don't know who we're talking about, or you don't know the story. That's I mean, I feel like that was a clue of like, why is that guy can't get out? And then when that flash happened and everyone was basically dead and drowning in blood, it's like I, I think they were trying to do the whole uh in Cartoon Network speak of like, ooh, something mysterious happened. Ooh, something crazy that we couldn't even show you. But now we're gonna move on, we were gonna move on from there. It felt very childish, you know? And I'm like, I'm a grown ass woman. I wanna see bodies, I wanna see heads roll, I wanna see the bodies hit the floor, I wanna see everybody just reacting to what they think is Mark, but it's not Mark or or Steven, and they're just you know and then just look up at the camera and everyone else covered in blood i would have been like that's jake you know but we got robbed of that and i just that i think at that part of the episode i i think that's why i was just like i don't like this episode i don't like this finale at all like it was like the whole episode was like horribly like edited like technically it was a horrible episode in my eye it was just everything was like people were running this way people were running this way then it was a close-up there was a close-up then there was more running and it looked like they were going to collide there was more close-up i was like what is going on you know and then the fight was like punch and then there was another punch and i'm like this is this is getting stupid but then when that happened when we didn't get our jake moment i was like now dizzy you know damn well you have you have Jessica Jones and Daredevil on your platform. You couldn't even you couldn't even try to pretend. Like I, I was just too upset that I was like it made me lose focus on the, finishing this episode. You know, so mm-hmm. by the time we got to the end and they did show Jake, it was just like okay, and y'all coming back or no? And that's why I'm kind of on the fence. Where I really enjoyed. I mean shout out to the crew for just making this at all and you know getting it out there and i love the actors that were a part of it but to be honest i really don't know if we're ever going to get anything else this might be just a limited series that's just going to stand alone and is going to sit here quietly until whoever is brave enough to pick moon knight again you know unless they i don't know like, I feel like Daredevil is like, like the, Cowboy Bebop. not the devil, but uh, Deadpool is the only other character where they're like, oh, we always have to create R-rated stuff. I feel like they should have just had that mindset with Moon Knight. Like, why? Well, that one also has the entity of like starting with another property first. So they're kind of like, well, That's true. it would suck for us to get in there and then <laughs> make the next Deadpool PG-13 after two rated R versions of this film. True. I just wish they just handle it i wish they handled it like the way of like if it was going to be a miniseries handle it like you would with daredevil in them if this was going to be a movie handle it with deadpool there was a time where i think i was talking to amy i was like i feel like this should have just been a movie honestly which is weird because i I don't like saying that but it should have just been a movie because we would have we would have had our origin story we would have had our lore we would have like a basic week plot that was fine to see in two hours and then the fight scenes and then it will be even better fight scenes and then it would have ended either on a on a note of like is it going to continue or is it going to not continue but but that's just how i feel i feel like if this was a movie and it was it could have been an edgy pg-13 movie i guess but i feel like the format the format of this especially sending all six episodes i feel like the format was not the best I mean, they tried their best, but I feel like after seeing it all, I'm like, they should have just made this into a movie 
And because now what's going to happen now? It's going to make me sad if they're like, no more Moon Knight. And I'm like, really? I I doubt that. I doubt that because I feel like aside from Loki, uh, we're 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 seeing these characters in these one-off series again uh with like with wanda and with and with uh um they're pretty integral though yeah i know but still i feel like i feel like i feel like because they have oscar isaac they're gonna do Mm. something they better do you don't just leave oscar like I, I hope they X-Men look back series. on their history and be like, we used him for his apocalypse and we did nothing him with in him. Star Wars too. And it has happened thrice. Now. I know, but I feel like third <laughs> time's the charm. Third time, shame on you. Shame on you. Third shame maybe, on me. You know what? I'm out. Maybe they'll realize that they need to retool. Because I know that the director said, he was like, I really hope we do more of this because like I feel like I created this world. I want to keep it going. So maybe maybe he has some pull with, with Disney. Maybe they can well, come to some like, we're going to expand some i don't know but i feel yeah. like we're gonna see him again because you can't open up that kind of box and then just shove it back to where it came from i agree it's, with you it's I think, now in the well, thing. true I think if, we, if we were to continue i think they might maybe rework the writing room maybe they probably wouldn't try to replace the director because he because he's shown to be very vocal online about yeah, support of his franchise don't, and don't piss him uh, how other franchises <laughs> aren't doing Egypt right. So I think True. if they do this again, they will most likely shuffle up the writer's room. Um, they might even like have a much more intense discussion of how this show is going to look uh, and maybe take away some of the creative freedom, which might result in the director either coming back or being like, I didn't want to come back because they were being way too strict on the vision of the show and I didn't like that. But yeah, I think if we were to see a season two, like we're going to see them get probably really surgical with it. What do people like about this season that like they, that was on the internet that got enough like traffic and how can we attach the story to the greater world? We know that they might want to do some Marvel equivalent of like, shadowy things with moon knight blade uh you know black like so like we know that they that that is an idea there and moon knight might be a part of this very like dark avengers type situation but again we're we're gonna have to see what they do with like this rewrite because currently as is um yeah it's it's not too terrible because it pulled in enough people to see it uh but it also isn't great it isn't uh anything that's like noteworthy um it did introduce a lot of cool things but the execution of it was just really really off so um yeah we'll see what they do next time but yeah this definitely is an asterisk and i'm not sure how many if they're gonna try again or not because again we netflix invested buku money potentially doing cowboy bebop and decided you know what we're not gonna you know we're, we're, we're just gonna call it a wrap and they got a bunch of people on that who were like pretty big names and just decided you know what no we're good True. so i am <laughs> no. worried that the possibility exists to be like yes we have oscar isaac but also he hasn't signed a contract for season two anyway so let's just you know Yikes. So you can't a, do a show a without him mm, that makes me sad but it is what it is. It, it is what it is. It's only okay anyway. <laughs> like I can't. It's what it is. Mm-hmm. Well, on the positive side, we're going to jump more into our other favorite sci-fi show that's been out for the past month is Picard. That was on Paramount Plus. Mm. The 10th. Was this the 10th episode? The 10th uh, yeah. episode, which was the finale of season two. 
just came out. Um, we had, I think, a few like the beginning of this month talk about uh how the show felt. We even had some predictions. Some predictions came true, y'all. We <laughs> go most us. of them sort of <laughs> go us. Um, we had three of them. I think they were yeah, almost. Do you help me remember what all of those we were? Predicted when we get that there? came true by the finale. Sure. Uh, yeah. Q had space cancer. I call Borgs, the Borg were going to join the Federation or try to join the Federation. And Wesley, well, I thought Wesley was going to be the watcher, but that wasn't the case. But he was in the, the finale as the the the, the traveler. So I was like, yes, yes. when, when, go, go keyboards. There was like half. Yeah, those were the three. At least if there were more, I don't remember. I, I didn't think I had said it uh, out loud on here that like halfway through it, I was like, oh, I figured out who's behind that board queen helmet, and that one turned out to be true. Also, uh, it was, uh, but it was. I think it was in the mm. middle of the the spy episode. I was like, oh, wait a second, <laughs> I see where this is going. <laughs> um, Yep, that is, it's, yeah. it was a fun ride. It was, yeah, it was definitely a fun ride, especially like I would watch Moon Knight first and then I would watch this. And this was like, <laughs> this like made me feel better because <laughs> I was like, well, this is a story that has cats so much. Like it was like six, at least six storylines happening at the same time. But at the same time, it, was, it wasn't confusing. It, it was just I was all like, but what's happening over here? What's happening over here? And, you know, we all love these characters. But it was just a lot happening and a lot was at stake and that, again, I know it's a good show and my anxiety started to like spike like and then it just ends and it's like next week on the Picard. I'm like, man, you know, especially the last two two episodes. Um, episode nine was a complete movie. Um, it was just because you, you kind of dive into, again, more backstory from our favorite uh, guy Picard about his childhood. Um, kind of similar how Moon Knight had hit his childhood. I thought that was interesting because I saw that back to back. And that that kind of played into, you know, how he is. But what made it interesting for me was since he currently in that timeline was in the past, my question was, is he going to move that key to somewhere else so that he can't open the door to prevent his mother from dying? Like, that's what I was thinking when I was watching it. But because Picard is wise and so kind hearted and he sacrifices so much, and even Q asked him, uh, he didn't do it because he has to make things stay the same for everything to be the same. And that made me cry. Right. <laughs> I was like, why is Picard just <sighs> perfect? But yeah, I want to hear you guys thoughts. Some some stuff that you really, really like. Some things you hope to see. Some things you didn't like. Right. Go ahead, Eming. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think a question I, I was having was what was Q always involved in the events that happened then? Because he lets uh, Data, not Data, but um, Dr. Soon. Soon's daughter go uh, by helping her fix herself or whatever. Right. And then she, and she goes off. And then I realized like, that's why he never had a successful android because the perfect one left. Mm-hmm. And then that's, that mirrors the history of why he has so much tr- trouble cre- or his future folks would have such trouble creating so it made me wonder like was q always involved because that mm. makes sense but then 
I don't know. It was, it, it doesn't make sense at the same time. I don't that's know. That, a good that, question. That's the part I was struggling with to like right. believe um, if that was a constant uh, in, in, throughout the, the time, the time that everything was happening in. Yeah. Cause even though this was a different timeline, it was like, he had to do that just to maintain something happening in the future you know and for him to get involved so personally in their lives I, I was like is this part of a setup to prevent Picard and it started to feel like that but then it, it was just solely on her and then I'm like but why what, what's the catch and then for her to just meet Wesley I'm like this is bad like I'm thinking is this bad is this good right like, like what's going oh, on it's just supposed to happen like he was just literally doing his job of like nah you're supposed to do this I just I had to just check in on you and go go forth you know but at the same time I'm messing up everyone else's lives and it was just like right. he's just a very dynamic individual I guess yeah, but, yeah. I, I couldn't tell if Q was was what his until the final episode I couldn't tell what his deal was I'm like you keep trying to like affect this but at the end of it, you're like, I just wanted this one last thing with you before I go. And I'm yeah. like, I I guess that's sweet. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I don't know how to take that because you're, you're actively fucking with me, but it's in like a loving way. That <laughs> was kind of really That was certainly a kind of the season of <laughs> there was not enough John Delancey. It was it was just too yeah, much every almost too much go? everybody else. And Dang, what was the scene that he finally came back? I was watching. It must he must have been talking to the daughter or something. Oh no, it was the one where he's talking to Guinan, um, and uh, I was just like, "Yes, where's where's this John Delancey? This is a great scene. I've been looking for you all season. Where have you been?" <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, um, yeah, and he died of space cancer, and it it felt crazy because it's like to me i'm like ever since i was a child this man has been a problem and i'm thinking he lives forever but then it's really interesting that i didn't even know like even his type can pass away and it felt sad but at the same time i'm so glad like everything was fixed before he died because if he had died before oh man that would have sucked but it was a nice farewell again that's almost like a common theme of like uh kind of like from the first season when Data was in Picard's Encounter head. at, at Farpoint. Right. Station. And like, he had to let him go to pass away. So I'm like, that is, a, I wonder if that's just a common thing we're going to see every season of Picard letting go or saying goodbye to things that took up most of his life. And I'm just like, what's going to be next season? I, I'm nervous, you know? Um, but mm. for the other characters, I really liked, I don't know her name, but she was the young guy in, and I loved her. Yeah, um, I feel like she did. I mean, I don't know if she did it on purpose, but she captured Whoopi's like voice and mannerism so well. Where I was just like, where did they find this lady? <laughs> she was like a mini Whoopi Goldberg, <laughs> and her mannerisms and the way she was talking. And I was like, that's amazing. And I liked how guy from the future was like i had to tell you things i had to say things before you left and have the bottle out so that when you go back i was like that's why she's always my favorite character like she's one of my favorite characters um for for him to go back to talk to her she's like you had to put you had to like set me straight before i could set you straight and i was just uh i really i mean i know it's fan service and i know that they really like to uh tug on our emotions but yeah, but it feels great. I was just like, I love this too much. This is 
But doesn't that make you wonder about how they meet originally in the in the in the in the other series? Like yeah. when they go back in time and they meet her. Yeah. Which is technically before this time and yes. she's still <laughs> It's yeah. a little weird. It's a little bit confusing. It's like, how is that going to be rationalized if you were to go there and they already know each other now because they've actually no, they don't. Do they? No, don't I'm think sorry. about it. Never mind. Time I'm is just con- gonna. I time is myself, confusing me now. No, I don't know no. I, I told myself I was gonna rewatch some, <laughs> like you know, that episode and like even when Q first popped up, I wanted to watch that just so I can get. Okay, this is the last time we see Q. Let me go back to when we first got introduced to this character because I feel like there's some type of similarity going on. I just need to see yeah. it for myself. Um, yeah. But besides the OG cast, what did you guys think of like the rest of the cast? Like, um, I mean, of course, Agnes is. I mean, if you guys haven't seen it yet, spoilers, she's the new Borg Queen, or she's a hybrid Borg Queen. It's half her, half the Borg Queen. They are part of the Federation, which was, to me, out of that whole episode, I was screaming, there's a Borg in the Federation? Why, I never, not well, even my own lifetime. They were applying. They weren't officially they, in. That's, that's probably going to be the season three. Season three. I'm trying to be, rationalize this. going to be inducted into the oh little thing. God. I wouldn't be like, this is still too wild for me. Remember like, Wolf 359. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is wild. Like, this is happening. I need the timeline in... Uh, I, hey. It's going to be complicated. I need the timeline in Lower Decks to catch up to this. <laughs> that way they can talk about it in that. Oh, yeah. That's a show. Does <laughs> Lower Decks talk about this? No, but I just want them to make oh. jokes about it. Oh. I hope so. Because <laughs> there's so many. There are so, so many jokes about it. I mean, um, Agnes went from, you know, scientist girl to, man, she had an arc this season. Because I was like, how, how, how's she going to handle, what's her story? Because she always has a crazy story. And I was like, yeah. she's a whole other character now. <laughs> like, I don't know what to say. She was kind of um, lonely, too. Like, but it's, she- it's true, though. She... She got along with the Borg Queen because oh, of their similarities of feeling, which I still think is crazy. <laughs> so because weird. I know it was weird, but she was like, "You're lonely too, though," and I'm like, "Damn!" She caught her out, and now that's why they had to just. Yeah, I I I, I think it was fascinating because she was trying to rationalize it, like if you could create like the Borg, but make people voluntarily join and I'm, I'm like what does that look like can you like give me the video that you're gonna show to ships that you come across join the borg we work together as one but we're all individuals at the same like what does that look like? <laughs> i'm just so curious how that happened i really want to know i really want someone to 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 give us like a short story somebody will do it somebody <laughs> will do a skit on it it's I like i so. told you amy she's gonna she's like a pirate queen she's gonna be like do you want to ride on my ship do you want to go explore the galaxy but, let's do it together but my other issue was how is she existing without the other borg knowing i don't how does know that, that, work? that part i was trying to figure out myself and that's I, also strange i wanted to ask y'all like hey what raymond might know raymond probably know how this <laughs> nope. is possible because i was like wait that's like years and years and years and you never years, found each other 400 years I think, and she was just i think crazy. that leads to my other con of this show this season is it feels like uh it's not a star trek show this season um it was a solid drama. It was it it, it, it was flavored Star Trek universe, but there it was like watching a whole 
holodeck episode over 10 episodes. Like, they got lost in time. And, like, every episode was even filmed that way almost, where, like, it was like, ah, and then the next episode just goes straight movie form into the next plot point. And then this plot point goes into the next plot point. And I was really surprised we spent the whole season in the past. And I don't know if I like that. I want it more. Yeah. Uh, so I really hope season three is more starships and and space stuff because uh, I didn't I, I wasn't really uh, super excited about 21st century the whole time it's like we already here I don't want to be yeah, here I don't, I don't watch I don't watch Star Trek for more for more uh, 21st century Earth sucks jokes I, I know that already <laughs> literally I get it we're, we're behind in the times we're aware <laughs> how much we sucked and I'm like literally that's two years from now and they were saying how much in California <laughs> I was like why are we here can we go back to the Anything else? I don't want to see this I deal with this already <laughs> the Borg is more interesting than this yeah I miss yeah 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 I I miss the world from season one a lot I uh, that that was the part where I kept thinking of like Remember when they were on that planet and they did that and that? Yeah, they couldn't do that. They could barely, they barely even had their tools to do what they could do, you know? And that Star Trek part of the show was heavily missing. And I, I think it was mostly just focusing on reflection on self and people. And, and regardless of where you are or when you are, that's the most important thing. Like That's the theme I'm getting. And I'm like, I guess, but like... If you're on a spaceship for 20 years, like they're usually 20, 30, 40 years on a ship, like you still get that. So why are we in the past? <laughs> you know, so I don't know. Um, but it, it, at the same time, it was a really great season, too. Like it was solid. I, I feel like it was a really solid season. I am looking forward to season three. As you know, m- most of the Next Generation crew will be appearing in season three. Don't know. There's no hints to what's happening or what's the story or like there was nothing. I'm just really glad that my Elven Prince Elnor is back because I was like, how are you not going to have him for the majority of the whole season? I loved him in season one. He's the young, he's the young, bright one who's trying to understand everybody. And he was gone for like eight episodes and then he came back as a hologram. The way they brought him back, Amy. Oh, Wait, which one? The hologram or the real version? The real one. Oh. When he's like, I was on the ship. Back, and he was like, I was on the <laughs> ship. And she's like, he's a lot. I was like, really? Y'all going to show Elnor like that? Well, I, I had to, I was they had to show him somehow. I know, but like, I just wanted Rafi to just be like, my baby. Like, he's back. But he's back. Um, Rios, though, I really like Rios because he was definitely the captain. Like, I don't do technology. Just give me something to steer and I'll do it. Um, He's he's not part of the crew no more because he decided to stay in the past. But I Saw mean, that coming a mile away, right? But, I mean, can you blame him because nope, no. he was on his <laughs> ship forever by himself? He had like five clones of himself. Uh, he can have that, or he can have a beautiful wife it's with a adorable kid, and they the can past. like start their lives. I mean, I I wasn't mad at him, but I was like, damn, I'm gonna miss this character. But they'll find a way to get him yeah, back in there just, sooner or later. Watch him pop up as watch one of his holograms be still in the ship or something. Yeah, <laughs> around. that's true. But Agnes took his ship. Yeah, 
He has to no, be around I, though, unless she programmed it. I mean, yeah, or the, or not. Yeah. Maybe he's gone because, be like you else. said, there's a lot of there's a lot of characters about to come into this show in season three. Maybe maybe they needed to get there's one a lot off. Of <laughs> <laughs> like by Rios, and I'm like, oh man. But I understand. At least he had a happy ending. I just I'm gonna miss that guy, um, for that. But as far as everything else, um, yeah, that was that was season two of Picard. Um, if you like sci-fi or you just love Star Trek or you just love Paramount Plus, definitely check out because Paramount Plus has Star Trek everything. One of the many Star Trek shows. Check out Picard and um, a lot of cartoons from your childhood. Yeah, a lot of cartoons from your childhood too. Um, check out Picard. Of course, we can't forget the wonderful Patrick Stewart, of course, who was going through a lot of mental pain <laughs> with his flashbacks as a child. You know, I think that was kind of cool because I know they took from his personal life because I know his his father was very abusive to his to his mother. What? But in this case, I don't know if this is true because it was the story was different in the in the in the show right she, she was mentally unstable but in his in his real life he was in a very abusive home and he's and he's um at cons discussed this at great length and people have like so i'm so i'm so, I'm so thankful f- um that you've like you know like basically been like a spokesperson for this in a sense oh like my gosh. I know. <laughs> he's a treasure protect him at all costs protect him <laughs> oh my gosh no because damn that just makes the whole experience even more personal <laughs> patrick why um damn i have nothing to say that just made the show better because <laughs> he was really like I know he was in the scene and there was a little boy pretending to be him, but like that stuff is very, it was very heavy. And it was something that it reminded me of a throwback of like back in the day when they had like their little one-off, this is why I am kind of shows, but it was modern day. So it made it even scarier. Um, But wow. Yeah. Check out the show. Now that just made it better. (laughs) Protect Patrick Stewart. Um, Go see it. Um, okay, so now uh, continue our review series of all our shows that are out right now. We're going to go back to Atlanta. So Atlanta has just been nonstop with Think Peace episodes, as I say every week. Um, <laughs> today, we're going to talk about the episode that recently was just this past week. Oh my gosh, New I forgot Jazz. the title. It's called New Jazz, which it's, I mean, when you watch this episode, <laughs> have fun. I will get to it. I promise you. I know, but have fun with this episode. For me, it started so slow because I didn't know where we were going. Usually within the first five to 10 minutes, you get an idea of like, okay, we're no, there's no direction for like the first 15 minutes. So I was just like, where are we going with this? But then when we get to that point in the show, it's like, oh, are we going to discuss spoilers? You guys? Um, I mean, I wasn't going to. I think Eming hasn't seen it yet. Okay. There's a big spoiler. It's okay. Y'all been spoiling it since you've been talking about it, so it's not <laughs> like oh, you yeah, haven't been true. spoiling it. Okay, it's okay. fine. It's fine. Go ahead. Go for it. So, I, w- I just want to start, for You're me, right. the ep- the shocking, the most shocking part of this episode was when Al gets into... So, they're in Amsterdam, and you know Amsterdam has like these really crazy little clubs, red light district type places. He is follow this girl like ganks him into this place because he's trying to get away from these crazy white boy fans who are very violent. He is on drugs. And he's on drugs. That's the thing. This started off with eating this crazy ass edible that is 
very it has honey and infused uh, like <laughs> cannabis oil that's like like made by monks, monks. in some isolated monastery. Uh, Darius had a long uh, explanation it, for it. Uh, Darius had yeah, a he did. story. Darius <laughs> was about it. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it started off with that. He didn't feel high for a long time, but then he meets this girl. This girl's crazy to him. She takes him under her wing. They get to this club. This club is very weird with the artwork and everything. You know, we're in Amsterdam. The part, Amy, that made me scream was when Al goes to the bar and guess who's on his, guess who he meets at the bar? You're not going to. I have a certain set of skills. I have a certain set of skills. That make me extremely dangerous for individuals like you. It is. He trained Batman. <laughs> it's not working. It's Liam Neeson. <laughs> Raise our goal. It's, it's freaking Liam Neeson. Oh, I said Liam Neeson. Oh, Liam Neeson. Oh, okay. This is episode email. <laughs> I was like, oh, we're going to keep going. We're going to listen. No, I mean, I was like, is, is he serious? We're going to look alike? Wait, oh, I was, thought so. It was, <laughs> it was really him. And I was like, what the hell? Why is he on this episode? And then they get to talking. Do Liam you got, do you, or at least do you remember when Liam Neeson got? Canceled because of his uh, discussion about black people and oh, that his like well, slightly racist comment when he was he younger. His uh, a female friend he knew got uh, sexually assaulted, and then he said for a week I was just looking for a, a black man just to, like beat up with this club in my hand, uh, and it was like it went viral because he was it went like, viral, and then. You know, he's kept a low-key profile since then. I actually haven't heard much for him in some when his movies comes out. He did the so, Ice Trucker movie on Netflix. Oh, yeah. He did have that Ice That You're the only person in the world that I know With that Lawrence saw. And me. Oh, I think yeah. I watched you're it. You're the only two people that, in the world that I know. <laughs> Wait, did I watch I feel like I watched it. Anyway, go ahead. Continue. described it. Um, but, yeah, he was in this club, and I was like, why is he in this club? And then he... Alex on his napkin and the whole club is called Cancel Club and that's where I was like oh he did not he did not make okay it's a cancel culture episode it's a cancel culture only, episode only a little bit or at least that little that, segment, that little segment culture was, moment of like, We're gonna talk it was, about it it was a small club. section of the episode yeah. <laughs> and I was like it was interesting <laughs> I was like oh was there but anybody else like, there at the club <laughs> I wish there was more people at the club um I actually don't know if New Jazz is a new person is a actual person. Did you did any of you guys look that up? I did not. I don't think it's a person. I think it was just like a term oh, they okay, were using. Term. Okay. Um because the when Al got into the club, he was using that or the girl gave him that name and they were like, Oh, New Jazz. Yeah. And I was like, who is this new jazz name? And apparently the way Liam made it seem is like if you if you're here, it's because you did something you know horribly dis- disgusting or something that society you know deems it you know uh you can't come back from like you're you're out of here so they all flock to this little club to just enjoy their lives away from the public because in their head they thought they were doing what was right in the moment even though everybody else didn't think so and i was just like this is a very interesting take of this thing because i know we've talked about cancel culture on here and how it affects not only celebrities but like corporations and businesses and everything and to see this in a in a a tv show episode and just frame it in like 
where do when you're canceled where can you go like if everyone sees you and knows like you can't really get a peace of mind so you're gonna go to this little nightclub and be like ah i could be myself here you know and it's just i don't know i was like this is really smart but what the (laughs) what are you guys thoughts yeah Yeah. i think it like because i think it it goes in hand with uh this experimental interview that he did with himself where he did an interview where he said you know i'm tired of asking the same board of you know getting the same boring questions and then proceeds to interview himself with pretty similar questions Mm -hmm. um i think there were a few spicy ones but because it was this really like on like it just it wasn't an interview to say because the questions were just asked by a person who was also asking himself a question so it just felt like a long conversation um i mean the one time like that he brought up the word cancel culture his response was yuck can we not just ew and then they moved on to something else um so he didn't really get you know too deep diving into it um so the episode i think was interesting to see him and again i think he's been trying to do this like type of commentary i mean he brought on chet hanks who we know isn't gonna apologize for how he behaves based on his interviews before um so he's brought in liam neeson i think what was interesting is just giving liam neeson like an additional opportunity to be like hey when i said that moment if you listen to the entirety of it i said hey at a certain point i was in a really dark place and my anger surprised and scared me in a way that like, I'm thankful, you know, it didn't go there, but I think I was just so machismo that I thought, great, I have to protect this person and go above and beyond. Uh, and I do think that, you know, it was worth to have that dialogue. It was very interesting to have people re- reacted to being like, oh, he's racist. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was just a very interesting moment because he, was, he definitely was saying, like, I wanted to talk about how darkness can come from even someone like me who's like pretty jovial on set and like likes to talk to everybody. But I, too, have a past where I did some, you know, I could done a pretty messed up thing a la Mark Wahlberg, who has done some pretty messed up things in his past. Um, so it was interesting in that aspect to kind of have him get a chance to on this black show do uh, the first half of an apology is kind of like fourth wall breaking, but then also get have the end of the conversation be very much in line with the show of like, but I'm white, so I truly don't care. Um, I don't have consequences, so I'm fine, and I'll I'll be all right, and uh, I can't stand y'all. So <laughs> he's like, goodbye. We're mortal now. enemies, actually. <laughs> he's like, yeah, like he's like, we're mortal enemies for now because y'all tried to cancel my career, and I'm upset at you. Right. So it's very interesting. <laughs> and I think it's just one of those things where I think Donald Glover's trying to have a critique in a way, but also still a, a tie. Yeah, it's like to also still have like a comedic turn to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was all right. It, it didn't do anything anything new or, or, or like revolutionary. I think a lot of folks who heard the Liam Neeson thing were, I think the majority of folks were like, oh, he just like, he he isn't saying he's doing it actively. He said, hey, I was a, a young man and I made a really bad choice and I'm glad that I got help, that I sought help mm-hmm. and was able to like fix myself. I think like there definitely was a very, the inflammatory section of YouTube, of Twitter, which Twitter just exists for that. I think Twitter is just a bunch of people who are just angry all the time. Yes. But I feel like 
the people, a lot of black people are kind of like, hey, like he didn't say he was out here hunting folks. And I think everyone was pretty much in line with uh, Paperboy of like, we fuck with Taken. So like we didn't really see <laughs> we were true. really we weren't really like we we weren't tripping. And I think it does tie to the other episode of Atlanta where like white folks are going crazy, like, I cannot believe he would say such a thing. This is true. Mm-hmm. How dare he? And it's like y'all are They're just getting as more bad, upset than if us. not worse than <laughs> right. like the the full black coalition is not out here like hunting for the Taken star. We're all kind of like, oh, damn, that's like really dark. Uh, glad you didn't do it. Uh, <laughs> am I supposed to be upset about this? Like, why would I like why am I? Again, it's like, cool, you want to co-op this anger and like attach it to this guy. But yeah, it was just very interesting to have that little segment, a little moment. And I was trying to figure out, again, if. He got into the cancel club because he was going through some kind of mental connection of, is he going to get canceled? It was just a very interesting kind of pop-up moment of like, haha, social commentary. Okay, now it's over. Right. Like, is he, this gives him a reflection of the stuff that he's doing. Would this eventually lead him to having a moment where he's canceled and then he is part of the you know, the membership club too, because the girl who I still don't know represents, she was questioning well, him everything. Somewhat. Yeah. She, she shared, she shared. Yeah. His, so I okay. think she was part I of the trip. Okay. So, okay, cool. I think she was part of the trip too. There. And I yep. know she shared the mom's name, but I was just like, who is she? I guess she's just that conscious of like, you know, she was asking like, who owns your, your masters? Like, where's your money go? You need to be more aware of these things. Cause you know, you're part of this business. You need to make sure everything's taken care of or you're not faking it. Cause it's like, you're wearing all this designer stuff and it doesn't even work with you. And I was like, damn, who's this girl? <laughs> like she was reading him. Um, and I, I, I liked how in the end it came, it, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see from, you know, after this episode, if it affects him uh, making any other decisions. Because if you remember the other episode where, uh, when they did the designer thing with the guy and they had all these black thinkers around the table, these creator, cre- creatives and stuff, and they were trying to, they have a whole bunch of money. And they all were like, I want tickets to here. I want tickets to here. I want to go here, here. And people was the only one saying like, why can't we just create a whole initiative to give back to the community? And they laughed at him. And I was just like, I feel like he always had that inside of him. But I think talking, like, especially in the episode, talking and being around, or especially in Europe, it's making him be like, wow, money really doesn't matter. You know, I can just fly by and do what I can but I feel like this episode is pulling him back to no you were on the right path and thinking for others and how your music and stuff can impact you know everybody so I, I'm just curious of like I'm unsure how many more episodes we have left but um, I think like I hope he learns from this or something changes I, I think asking where his masters go was the right question um, do, you get, do you guys think Earn er, was like Telling the truth when he's like, "Yeah, it's you owe them." I mean, potentially. I think, yeah. I I, like if anything, is. I think this this new season is him as an artist growing. I mean, they even mentioned like newer celebrities like the Baby and Dua Lipa oh, to kind of like I guess like also be able to like, "Hey, you are tan. You're like also a part of this like subgroup of new famous people." Uh, but yeah, I think like he's coming to terms of like he's been in the game for a while and he still doesn't know a lot about you know, the actual other side of things because he chooses to be like, hey, 
that's all Earn's job. I'm going to just be here and have fun on Paperboy. And it seemed like maybe there's like a subconscious layer of being like, like, why is it that we don't know a lot about, you know, our business side, you know, like, and so I think it was interesting to kind of see him have this internal growth around identifying areas that bother him because i think the whole episode you see him constantly paying for darius and darius being like oh huh this costs money wow somebody will help me (laughs) someone's gonna pay for this it's not gonna be me and then seeing him be like and then seeing like him be like cool like not upset but also being more and more annoyed and again like that's probably an internal question of like am i always gonna have to pay for my friends Mm. around me you know earn is definitely pulling his weight and the whole trip earn is like fully working so hard so maybe he's like cool like earn's doing all this stuff he has all this like actual connection to his actual job and me maybe i need to be more professional like he is you know he's already also seeing other artists who are also getting involved in things and so this is his like whole perspective of like Every other time I see someone, they're calling out how, like, naive I am or Mm. how I don't know something. And, like, now he's getting a chance to really be like, am I capable of knowing that? Am I comfortable with being able to ask these questions? And it's good at the end of the episode. like, great. You know what? I'm going to ask it because it's like my mom asked it to me in my dream. I'm getting a little bit more upset about it. I got to know an answer, which is interesting. Um, But I think like the full, very Donald Glover sci-fi touch of this episode is that the homeless man that they see in the beginning of the episode turns out to be Paperboy in like the future who Mm -hmm. somehow saw his past self pass out in the alley. And I was like, whoa, that's that's so trippy where he's like, he was able to see himself in the corner passed out and then he was able to be the passed out guy and also hear himself. And I'm like, this is... That okay, Donald. This, he, this, he was like, this took a huge sci-fi turn. I was like, all right, I respect this. This is nice. a great way to end right, a drug trip. Right. When it's sci-fi, it's good. Yeah. Sorry, right. Ray. It was a great way to end a drug trip. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so it was hardcore. Like, this is why you don't do drugs in Europe. That, that was what I learned. I was like, look, drugs are bad, but like, don't do drugs in Europe because if monks are making it and the and countries have banned it, like. Don't do it. If Darius wants it, it's not for you. Don't do it. Darius is a whole other level of a Darius has already been to that side. Drug taker. Right. He he's tried everything. So he can do that. But like Paperboy was just like, I don't feel nothing. And I was like, uh oh. When people say it's going to hit the hardest for them. And it did. (laughs) It did. Ern was like, I found you in the street. I was like, that's so embarrassing. Luckily he did. We've all been there, you know. Sometimes <laughs> Not you, me. sometimes like, oh. you just don't gauge <laughs> the thing right, and you pass out in the middle of the street. You know what happens? Right? <laughs> it happens to us all once or twice, you know. Um, and so, I want a story. I, I want, want a story now. Story. <laughs> story of me passing out. You know, yeah. I just turned twenty-two and made some wrong choices with a bottle of Captain Morgan and uh, Moscow's Park, and I walked. I tried to walk back by myself from uh, the bar to my door because I fully was like, I need to get home. Like, I know I got minutes. Like, I am fully browning out. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta. And as I remember, like, fully, I remember getting out of the bar to, like, the stop sign. And I remember waking up in the hospital and being like, what happened? Oh, my god! And so being like, yeah, your friends uh, brought you here last night. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Like, yeah, they found you, like, 
in the parking garage just passed out. And I was like, that sounds oh, like my mom's so story. <laughs> I was like, so, so close because the parking oh garage was like goodness. at my school was next to like the dorm entrance. So I was so close to passing so close. out in my room. Oh, you're like, damn you, buddy. My, first of all, I give my body credit for fully going on autopilot because that was a far walk from where I was at. Like, my body was like, I know I gotta get back. I gotta just, legs, don't fail me now. Come on, legs. Come on, legs. Oh you my do God. It. Were you talking to yourself as you were doing like, that? Come on, legs, go. One, two, three. I feel four. like, like, if there was an inside out moment, I feel like you go, man, like, the body's failing us. We got, we got. We got 20 more seconds. Oh, you, he's emotions. not moving fast enough. He's not moving fast it's enough. The vision. We can't see. Oh, no. Damn on us. Oh, the light's going out. The, the light's going not out. Working. We're not going to make it. We're not going to make it. Power <laughs> <laughs> down. They're like, generator. Turn oh. the generator. Emergency lights on. Captain, we're giving her all she's got. She's, she can't take it anymore. The backup engines are also wasted. This is where you need your own. He's about to pass out. This is where you need your own, you know, uh, other uh, personality to get you the rest of the way there. Since uh, since since Marlon passed out, See? had this been Severance. Had this been severance, I would have fully like turned to my work. Like, that was actually You gotta do it. You gotta get me home. I got the wobbly legs. Where is your Steven? Start talking British on, accent Steven, buddy, of Marlon. You need to have a British Marlon, but I don't oh, know what his name would be. Where is am I? Sunday or Friday? I don't your know. Oh my goodness. I have class Where's tomorrow my morning. Phone? Marlon's British name would be, what would your British name be? It'd be Timothy. <laughs> Why is it so funny? Timothy. <laughs> Timothy? <laughs> Timothy Willem Ford. <laughs> oh my, I have organic chemistry tomorrow morning. How do I get to the parking lot? I've got to get back to my dormitory. <laughs> oh, Why does seems, that work so well? Oh, I don't understand. It seems my body's pretty knackered, but how did I get out here? And why do I smell like this? Hmm. That's not old gray. Forget Moon Knight. I want to watch Timothy. I want to watch that show. Oh my God. (laughs) Timothy and Marlon. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Anyone who is is actually British, I do apologize because I was, I'm sure, terrible. fine they make fun of our american accents too it's, they do it's a fine. better job though. they they, they kind of know or they go fully california or they go southern because those are the two that right. stand out and it's very exaggerated southern think um andrew lincoln and walking dead oh my gosh his accent it sometimes it really bothers me and i'm like now you know damn well georgia's don't be sounding like that what's wrong carl your mother's dead, Carl. Oh, God. She's dead. I didn't know that scene was going to be memorable until like five years later after that season dropped. For me, that's what I was like, yeah, this is this is the pinnacle of television right here. This scene right here is Carl. Carl. Like, my dude, like, you're like crying this. into your kid's face. It's not just, I don't know what the direction was on set, but it's crying too into his much. face. Like, just like, just chaos. Oh, Invade his space oh, at all costs. Dead. I can't believe they're still going. But shout out to they're, at least they're, they're, about the season, they're about to be yeah, this done. This is the last season. They're what? like, yo, we now, have when maybe you say done. Is this Attack on Titan well, done or like done, done, done? Oh, so done, they're done. doing a spinoff okay. with Daryl because Carol's not mm-hmm. doing it, but she, I she's, think he's still dies. doing it. 
Oh. And I thought Lincoln I was going to come back seasons. and do a movie, but I haven't heard anything about that, I so know. I almost Andrew don't Lincoln believe it anymore. Back for the movie. Right. Isn't this supposed know. to do a movie with Because I was like, now, if they bring him back in this movie, I will watch, but I'm going to need a lot of cliff notes to be like, what the hell has happened the past seven years that I haven't been watching? Oh, well, I mean, Kat, this itself. came out in 2010. So, yeah, this is this has been a, a minute. It's 12 years ago? This came out in 2010. Oh this has been... A ridiculously the long show. The came out like five or six years ago, I want to say, and then it was it was big. Like we still use it, but like when that came out, I didn't know that was going to be like the scene to reference Walking Dead. Just that scene. It's that scene. Coral. Coral. Mm. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I think they got like they're done the season. Uh, they might they had that spinoff, but that spinoff might last a few episodes. I mean, they also they have two spinoffs. Just canceled oh, Legends right. of Tomorrow on the like. Oh, even DC is canceling all their stuff too. No more Flash. I think no they're getting Legends rid of, of Flash. I think they're only going to keep the Lois and Clark show. I think they're going to keep on the air. Is Supergirl still going on? Um, I think Supergirl's going to stay on the air. I do know that like they were like canceling a bunch of shows from like the Arrowverse, right? And the only show that I was sad to see go uh is gotta be legends of tomorrow because they were they did one i think they did two seasons of like we gotta be edgy and so you know what forget it we're not we're not right. edgy. we're we're gonna go pure wacky time travel comedy we're just gonna go fully left with this no one cares anymore we're so gonna have good. episodes where they like sleep with margaret thatcher and we're just gonna <laughs> we're just gonna power through and have fun with this because no one cares and i was like you know what I I vibe with this new with this new style of like we don't mind we're gonna go in history and we're gonna do stuff and you're gonna watch it and have a good time like yeah I like that vibe that was good they have so much fun when it comes to those CW shows like I watch a lot of behind the scenes when they do like the convention stuff and the and the whole cast they just be having so much fun and making these shows and you can like see it watching it because it's like they have really great chemistry and I'm just like yeah that's all gone and I'm just like. What is CW like? What is CW planning? They want to be um, Marvel. They want to be like Marvel. They want to come and fight unless you. HBO stepping in and buying all those shows back because they have the Warner Brothers uh, rights and stuff. I mean, like Batwoman also is over too. So that started and now it's over I mean, with the brand new I, black woman. You also I got love like her, but like I it was already what, a failure. Season one, like it was. But I was like, they brought on so many cool. Like they were like going with the whole like yeah. Batman Inc. side of things, where they like even got like the Batman that has like an Iron Man suit, mm. also a black guy. And I was like, oh, they're gonna go. They're gonna take this and go full Black Lightning with it and just make it like right. a nice little like staff of color. R.I.P. Black Lightning. I'm just not sure. Right? That show had an Uncle Ruckus character that could probably <laughs> beat Uncle Ruckus, honestly. With the that stuff was he got the original. Saying. Right. <laughs> he did some... He was an albino character. He had some truly racial nuggets. And I was like, oh my god, like who wrote this dialogue? This is so messed up. Somebody was like, I can finally let my true thoughts out in the script. Like some in of this the character. things he was saying was like, he, I think he called them like jigaboos. I was like, what's happening? Who was putting jigaboos in his man's line of dialogue? <laughs> he did. I forgot. Oh, this man is coming for next. He doesn't even care anymore. Oh, uh, yeah. So. I guess yeah, so, I'll look into what CW is doing because yeah, the Flash season nine is going to be shortened. Yeah. Um, which I think they did for the for the Arrow. Like they also shortened that last season. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Star Girl is going to be doing a thing. Oh yeah, there's a show. The huh. show Naomi is also up in the air. That's like oh, yeah. by Ava DuVernay. The show, yeah, they, I think Ava DuVernay 
Yeah, they're also going to be produced. doing a Gotham Knights pilot. Um, <sighs> so I think they're just going to be doing a lot of shape. I think they're going to try to get rid of anything that's old Arrowverse, like mm. maybe, and try to like wow. get some newer stuff because the Arrowverse, for all it was, lasted a hell of a it long did. time. True. Like I give the I, I give the Amels like the credit. Like he fully Iron Man that entire universe. Stephen Amell and like mm. held it together for so long before they wrapped that show they did the exact same lines of of uh conflict over and over again but it lasted a minute he was definitely um, yeah. So yeah like i think they might just like call it a wrap get someone new start this new show the cw and just continue to have a foothold on uh the dc universe which is like they're fine with making it very drama filled very sexual CW sexual that is where everyone's sleeping with everybody and everyone's really bad at communicating everyone's and fluid. gaslights one that. another everyone's very Sounds fluid like and everybody sleeps with everybody that's the CW it's like, yo, like, if we, like if everyone sleeps with everyone we hit all the demographics we hit all the points and then people who don't want to sleep that hits with the aces like you don't have to it's, it's like, like cool. yo this is good as long as we got, we got like we got one for everybody we just tic-tac-toe across the board we did it everyone represented in our shows and now we win all over every color every gender every non-gender like everything and i was like cw did that very well actually like it wasn't forced it was just like this is just a thing that everyone does and i think that's what made it successful in their little weird universe but i am gonna miss it but i understand it's the end of an era it's just damn we're here now it's something new and i'm like yeah i'm getting old you know, I remember all these shows back in 2010 and stuff. But I guess now. we'll see. We'll see what the new stuff is. Everything must yeah, come I to mean, an end. It should be fine. I mean, the CW has a better hold of it. So yeah. go ahead and about Everything that. Everything must come to an end. Exactly. Sadly. Every beginning has an end. Just <laughs> like has Stranger an end. Things said in their. I feel like another movie said that in a trailer last year, and they I just probably can't think did. of it. They probably did. So many people said that. But yeah, you're right. You're it's right. It's a pretty common thing. I just want to, <laughs> if I can, read off some lines of dialogue from Tobias Well, because they're good stuff. I'm going to read them really quickly, then I'm going to be done. Okay. This is from Black Lighting, and it's really funny. Here we go. <laughs> Sit your weak monkey ass down here before all the people in Freeland learn that the Pierce family is the Incredibles. <laughs> There was a lot in there. That's a lot. That's a lot of stuff you just said. Those words that you said. Oh, it's just so. And then he's like, "Happy melanated meta family day." (laughs) And then he calls someone the neon negro. What does that mean? He literally is Uncle Ruckus. He literally is Uncle Ruckus on the And he mean? is just so messed up. He's just so mean, but it's so funny. That's probably why they were like, we have to write an Uncle, oh, Uncle Ruckus character. God. We have to. And that actor is having, he delivers that line with just such vitriol. It's like that. Yes. Like, you're, like I'm glad you're albino, but these are like borderline slurs, sir. This is borderline. personal. <laughs> oh. <sure> it's borderline. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Tobias Whale, if you want to look him up, 
I think he has like a full reel on YouTube. And if you want a good oh chuckle, just watch that. Oh my gosh. They gave on him a YouTube. lot of free reign. And he uses like Negro bunch. And it's just, it just tickles my, it just <laughs> tickles me. Because if you grow up with like a, like, <laughs> I feel like I grew up with my mom saying Negro every other night again to like describe someone who was like, uh, trifling and or you know, and I was like this is Negro but and I'm like all right cool it's it still makes me laugh when I hear her call someone Negro like, oh you they did something wrong and she's upset because she is fully calling them a Negro and it's like all right what do they do now oh, Ma? what they do to- shout out to the older people they do that they do that they do that um Oh, Marlon, do you have anything coming up for your corner this week I know you are swimming in the pools of Apple TV right now Oh, yeah. Like, um, I am on Apple TV because Netflix is, you know, still trying to figure out what they want to put out that's entertaining. Um, but I watch all of Severance, which has, um, uh, Michael Scott on it, which is really honestly amazing. Um, and it basically, I'm just, wait, what? Is it Michael Scott? (laughs) I like to say it wrong. No. How do you always do this? I always do this. I'm sorry, Adam Scott. Adam Scott. Adam Scott. Okay. I heard. I feel like I'm like great. Scott and like great. Michael Scott and I was like great because I'm like also he's on Parks and Rec, which is also like the office. I'm like. (laughs) Michael you have Scott. like five cool, 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 names cool, cool. of white men that you just get, refer though. to. I get where his brain was at. Connected I just thought so it was many funny. Thoughts. Anyway, he's on the show, and it's basically like what if Amazon uh, had been given strong enough government backing to uh, legally perform a procedure that bisects someone's personality to where work-life balance is an actual thing and it's a brain set to where your brain is half set to work. So that brain only knows eight hours of labor. And then once it clocks out, it shifts to your life brain who for pirate like eight, so who has like the rest of the time to go out, have fun, go on trips. And both those entities, those personalities don't exchange information. So whatever happened at work, the person who lives their life doesn't understand or remember any of it. And the person that lives that life, the person who like has work doesn't know anything about the outside. They don't know if they have kids. They don't know if, uh, if they have a favorite color or a favorite book. All they know is that I am working and that is my life. And the show also takes it to where like work becomes a religion to the work personas because they have no other tangible uh, connections outside. So they try to have connections inside by making the company handbook almost like the Bible. And everyone has different sections of the handbook that they choose to like ideate. There are like nine pillars of like a principle that they're like, we have to honor the nine principles of our CEO. And it like takes this whole thing of like, I can fully see Jeff Bezos being like, but maybe. No. But maybe. But yeah, it's like a great show of like capitalism absolutely would co-op work-life balance in this way of like, so you want to work-life balance. Well, guess what? We got a procedure just for you. Literally. So it's, this sounds like a precursor of Upload. It's just a uh, Black Mirror yeah. episode stretched over eight episodes. 
pretty much. Oh, nine, nine episodes. episodes. I was oh, close. nine episodes. Nine. Is, how many? Is it just season one out right now? <clears throat> yeah, it's, yeah it's, just, it's just season one is out right now. And I think there's going to be season two because it ends on a cliffhanger, which is really oh, cool. Okay. Um, but yeah, it, it honestly was a really fun ride, especially once you start – like. Once you start fully understanding how messed up it is and how targeted it is to where like only certain communities are targeted to do the labor because, of course, class Mm -hmm. comes into play. And the fact that literally the other version of you that signs up for this procedure, the newer version has no idea what's going on and is really confused. And they have no autonomy over the body because the life person is like, no, no, this is my body. And you're some personality that I just created, so you have no say so. Um, so it's it pretty much is like that uh, Black Mirror episode of like when they took that little like mind person and put them in like a Alexa and have them do all the work. It's pretty mm-hmm. much like that, except you only know their company and the company's gaslights everyone to like not break the rules and it gets it, like the break room is like a punishment room where you have to like read like oh verses God. of the company handbook and it's like i am so sorry i apologize for what i have done i have brought harm to the company and they make him say it over and over and over again it's almost like dolores umbridge from harry potter of, like right, do umbridge. it again do it again and it's like again Bad. this is their life so like they can just do that all day for four days straight, and that's all they know is just that. At least they get a four-day work week. Yeah. So I'll be talking about severance, <laughs> and I'm also talking about uh, the after party, which is like a it's a high school reunion slash yeah. whodunit murder mystery with oh, Tiffany Haddish, it's a murder uh, mystery. Ben Schwartz, Sam Richardson, who's fantastic in it, uh, Ike Barinholtz, and Dave Franco. Uh, mm-hmm. wait, is it Dave Franco or is it his brother? It has to. It can't be James Franco. Yeah, it's yeah. Sorry, yeah. It's it's uh, Dave Franco. He's in it, and he of course is Dave Franco. Um, But that one's cool because each episode is told from the perspective of the storyteller, and everyone has a different kind of like cinematic style. So like, there's like the rom com (gasps) person who's like his like memory of the event is like very like rom-com lens where everyone's being cued and like there's music a bunch of times, and someone has like a full like cartoon of. like memory because they're very animated and one guy has like a, like nice. has like a, a fast and furious michael bay type style so it's like a whole <laughs> bunch of like lens flares and like random acts of violence so it's like none of that happened but each person's memory you're trying to piece together what information is missing to kind of like figure out who actually did it okay apple tv they're coming through with this original <laughs> a lot of good stuff, stuff. honestly no wonder Netflix is crying at, at night. Like, and they are four ninety nine still. Like, how much is that? TV or if you just got the email from T Mobile, like I did, six months. It's no, it's a year. <gasps> it's a year. If you have T Mobile, it's go. a year. If you have PlayStation, it's six months. But it's only uh, if you qualify. There's qualifiers. Yeah. Unfortunately, I had to find that. Because I, I, I literally activated my Apple TV today. I started watching mm-hmm. Mr. Corman, which has Jordan Joseph Gordon Lovett because I love mm-hmm. him. Um, and Even he's then, like he's like a teacher that. going through basically stuff that we go through and how he deals with it. But because you know he's a very musical indie type actor, he has different perspective and designing scenes. So I'm I already like it. So. I was really curious about Severance because everyone loves it, but I didn't know what that show was about. So I'm so glad that you explained it. So now I'm like, okay, I have to watch this show. And it's I saw good. After Party, but I didn't know what it was. And now I really, 
Great. Thank you, Marlis. Now I'm going to go to bed late because I had to watch all these shows tonight. <laughs> it's really entertaining. And I, and I think I think, right, I think Apple TV at this point is having a good time. I mean, they had, of course, Ted Lasso, which was like they're like locked in linchpin, amazing show to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, they, of course, had uh, Donda win Best Picture. But like for five bucks, you're paying for high quality, like pretty like good films that they are saying great we're gonna like go for it here and i mean thus far like there's been like like a lot of good hits and like these are pretty fun here they're gonna keep trying more things um but yeah it's like cheaper than netflix and netflix is gonna increase in price you know so dang i think i think apple Apple tv TV. focuses on quality more than quantity and i think that's why i think you can literally just be bored on apple tv and you will find something to watch even if something you don't even think and you watch it, you be like, "This is actually fascinating because it's they really believe in the original storytelling, which I think we are so thirsty for because everything else we see is like a reboot or is very similar to something else." So, yeah, Apple TV seems like the choice right now, um, and I'm excited. I'm excited, excited. Yeah, that's all we got this week over the corner, and uh, that'll be it. Can't wait to hear more in the corner. Uh, Well, thank you guys so much for coming together and talking about all the wonderful things. Listeners, thank you for making our show the number one show to listen to of the hour of your day. Don't be afraid to stop by on our social media pages, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Wait, Facebook, Instagram. And TikTok and geekforgepodcast.com. With that being said, stay healthy, hydrate, protect Patrick Stewart, and geek on. This episode of Quest On Media's Geek Force was produced in Richmond, California.